acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers history one day at a time. Today is March 7th, 2019. The day was March 7, 1965. A group of about 600 marchers in Selma, Alabama, headed east on U.S. Route 80. The group was just beginning a 54-mile trek to the state capitol in Montgomery. Led by John Lewis and Hosea Williams, the group of protesters included student nonviolent coordinating committee members, Southern Christian Leadership Council members, and other activists. They were marching to protest violations of Black civil rights and to recognize the life and death of protester Jimmy Lee Jackson, a Black man who was shot by an Alabama state trooper a few weeks before during a civil rights demonstration. They walked the six blocks to the Edmund Pettus Bridge, crossing over the Alabama River and heading toward Montgomery. But their progress was halted by Alabama state troopers and local police who told them to turn around. The marchers stood their ground, but the officers responded with force. The assault that followed caused a national outcry, and the day came to be known as Bloody Sunday. In the years leading up to Bloody Sunday, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, or SNCC as it was known, and the Southern Christian Leadership Council, also known as the SCLC, were working to register Black voters in Dallas County, Alabama. 
The Civil Rights Act of 1964 banned segregation in public places, employment discrimination based on race, and prohibited the unequal application of voting requirements. But despite the Act's provisions to strengthen voting rights for Black people in the South, states and election officials continued to use voter suppression tactics to bar Black people from voting. For instance, Jim Crow laws required people to pass literacy tests or to pay poll taxes, which many poor and Black people couldn't afford to be able to vote. One of the places where segregationist ideals and these voter suppression tactics were rampant was Dallas County, Alabama. So organizers decided to focus their efforts on Selma, the county seat of Dallas County. But Alabama's segregationist governor, George C. Wallace, and the local county sheriff pushed back against these voter registration campaigns. The registration office was open only two days per month, and people had to fill out four-page forms and take literacy tests to get the vote. Because of this suppression, only about 2% of the eligible Black voters in Selma were registered. SNCC intensified its voting rights campaign in Selma from 1961 to 1964, especially after the Civil Rights Act was passed. But their effort was still met with violence from local officials. And in July 1964, Dallas County Circuit Court Judge James Hare issued an injunction that forbade gatherings of three or more people to discuss civil rights or voter registration in Selma. So the Dallas County Voters League enlisted the help of the SCLC and its president, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The SCLC's goal was to bring Black voting rights to national attention and to get a Voting Rights Act. So in January and February of 1965, the SCLC led demonstrations to the Dallas County Courthouse. Teachers organized a march. Thousands of demonstrators were arrested, including King, Ralph Abernathy, Amelia Boynton, John Lewis, and Hosea Williams. And Jim Clark, the county sheriff, led a violent resistance. In early February, President Lyndon B. Johnson announced his support of the Selma campaign and his plans to implore Congress to enact a voting rights bill. But on February 18th, state trooper James Bernard Fowler shot 26-year-old deacon and activist Jimmy Lee Jackson during a protest in Marion, Alabama. Jackson died about a week later. So King announced the plan for a march from Selma to Montgomery to protest the injustices levied on Black people in America. And on March 6, George C. Wallace told state troopers to take whatever means necessary to keep the march from happening. On March 7th, the marchers set out anyway. Alabama state troopers, some on horseback, stopped them as they attempted to leave Selma. When the marchers refused to turn around and instead asked to speak to the officer who had commanded them to stop, the officers beat them with billy clubs and bullwhips, spat on them, and overran them with horses. More than 50 people were injured. The whole assault was televised. Over the next few days, more demonstrations took place around the country. King even called for another march on the 9th, but he ended up dispersing the crowd. But on March 21st, 
about 2,000 people set out from Selma, this time protected by U.S. Army troops and the Alabama National Guard. Tens of thousands of people joined the marchers in Montgomery when they arrived on March 25th. And on August 6th, President Johnson signed into law the Voting Rights Act, which aimed to end the suppression of Black people's voting rights. That's not to say voter suppression ended there, but the march was a milestone in the American civil rights movement. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Get more notes from history on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks for joining me on this trip through time. See you here in the exact same spot tomorrow. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.